Come on, it's time for Wolverines Weekly. Conversations with WDC coaches and athletes. Let's hustle to it. Hello, welcome to Wolverines Weekly. I'm CJ Baumgartner. We have a lot to talk about, including an interview with Wadena Deer Creek head baseball coach Kyle Dykoff and head track and field coach Mark Reynolds on how the playoffs have unfolded. That's all coming up next on Wolverines Weekly. Time out. Wolverines Weekly will be right back. Play ball. Booyah. We're back with more Wolverines Weekly here on KWAD. Next up on Wolverines Weekly, we're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head baseball coach Kyle Dykoff. And coach, you guys had a couple games last week. We previewed it playing Esco and Purim. How did those end up? Uh, good baseball. There's three good baseball teams over there, and uh, we were able to upset Esco, uh, top QRF team in, in Double A. And uh, Isaac Common threw a great, great game on the mound there, backed up by. Uh, great defense, uh, zero errors in the game, uh, just one hit. Uh, so it was a great baseball game, and then we moved on to to Perm in, in the second half of the doubleheader, and and a good four to two game. They they had a uh, clutch hit there in the sixth inning that, that put them ahead, and uh, we were right there with them uh, with two of the the better teams in Double A, and uh, it was good baseball, it was a lot of fun, and, and uh, it, was, it was a good day for our kids. And you know you talk about that a good day for the kids and put them in a in a in a spot where they get to play two top teams and it's I mean overall just a really fun experience to be able to get to play to have three of the uh, three of those teams get together and play. Yeah, yeah, and that was uh, a lot of, of what went behind that is is having Esco come down um, up north. Uh, they don't always get a great competition, um, and that's what they were looking for coming down here to play us and firm and. And uh, they got exactly what they wanted. It was a lot of good baseball and and um, good competition uh, for for all three teams involved. And then fast forward, you guys had your first round playoff game against Staples Motley on Tuesday afternoon. Your season came to a close. Just talk about what you saw in that game. Yeah, it's, it was unfortunate. It's, it's baseball, but uh, when you're in six double A and out of sixteen teams, there's only I, I believe three. Uh, maybe four with losing records. Um, there's there's no cupcakes. Uh, and one through probably, well, we'll say 16 could beat anybody on any given day in that section. Um, and unfortunately, we, we had a, a tough draw and Tappy through, through well and um, kind of kept us uh, uh, at bay as far as, as runs scored. Uh, we didn't... Uh, get the big hits that we needed with with runners in scoring position i knew that was going to be the key putting balls in play with with runners on second and third and less than two outs or or getting the the big two out hit uh when we needed it and and that's baseball um it was it was a tough loss for our kids but um the thing that they need to, to remember is is they've won all the way through they've had chances uh twice to go to state tournaments um, Babe Ruth at, at both levels won state championships. Legion won a state championship. So it, it's tough uh, when, when you get used to to winning all the time, and, and all of a sudden uh, you kind of get upended. It's tough to swallow, but uh, they have a lot to be proud of, and, and I'm proud of this group uh, for for what they've accomplished in WDC. Yeah, and you know, this may be a good time to, to talk about your seniors and you talk about some of the things that they've gotten to do throughout their time in WDC baseball, but just focusing on them as a group coach, what do you think of them? Yeah, they're, they're going to be missed. You know, I, I 
I may have mentioned it earlier in, in the program, but uh, we've I took them to their first game in Mills as T-ballers and uh, watched them running around the bases as, as five-year-olds and, and knew it was going to be a, a fun group, a fun group to coach, and, and they were going to be good. And, and they have accomplished a lot, um, and that's what they they really need to hang their hat on, that um, their, their time in, in WBC uh, was was amazing. We, we had a lot of great memories on the ball field, and and uh, they're they're good kids. I look forward to to what they have in, in front of them, especially uh, for those continuing their baseball careers at M State. Um, it's been a pleasure to have them, and, and I'm definitely going to miss them. And when you look back on just the leadership and the ability that they've had uh, helping you guys win baseball games, and, and I mean, it hasn't just been them. It's been a couple other classes ahead of them as well. Uh, but just this kind of uh, run of WDC baseball, these guys have, have played a lot in uh, kind of getting that, right? Yeah. Um, with baseball, it's developing uh, kids to have a passion for the game. And anytime you have um, kids that just... Uh, eat, sleep, breathe, baseball. Um, you develop groups of kids that have that same passion together, and that's what it takes to, to have the run that we've had over the last number of years. Um, it, it's become uh, a regular basis that we, we show up at state tournaments, and, and we can't take it for granted, uh, as you've seen with this year. And that's that's the, the big point to making with the senior group is, is – Again, as tough as this was to swallow, they've, they've accomplished a lot uh, in their time and got to enjoy a lot of uh, victories and state tournaments and, and a lot to be proud of um, with their time here. All right, and looking back just kind of on the season as a whole, uh, what for yourself was a, a top moment or maybe a top couple moments you can think of on the year? Uh, well, the win against ESCO uh, was, was a big one. Um, it showed that we could, we could beat a, a top tier team. Um, also, night down in farming uh, against Albany, uh, played some of our best baseball of the season there that night on a Friday night at a beautiful ballpark, and um, the kids were fired up for that game. Uh, those two games are probably uh, the big ones, and then just um, the kids as a whole. You know, we get to enjoy a season together, whether. It's, uh, grinding out the the winter months in the gym, uh, continuing to get better, or, or uh, grinding out the the four to five games a week of a, a tightened schedule because of the late spring. Um, we have a lot of fun together. They're they're great kids, and, and just the season as a whole it, uh, goes way too fast and and uh, is is over in a blink of an eye. So you got to enjoy the ride. And last question for you, Coach. Let's go. Let's look way too early. Let's look forward to next season. What is kind of that early makeup of the 2024 Wolverine baseball team, and kind of what are your way too early expectations? Well, um, we have uh, decent numbers with our junior class. There's there's five kids there that have played a lot of baseball, and then behind them in the sophomore group, there's even better numbers. Um, they'll go as far as they want to. Um, if the kids uh, find that same passion that these kids have had in the in the prior years, um, or the kids ahead of them, if they develop that passion for the game and they work hard in the off season and, and get themselves ready, uh, play a lot of ball in the summer, um, 
we can be there again. We can be a, a top team in the section, um, and uh, it's it's going to be up to them to, to dig in and, and want it. And I think we have the crew for that. Um, it's uh, it's a long ways away. Uh, we'll see where it lands, but I definitely think we have the potential uh, with the classes uh, coming up to, to be uh, right where we've been for a while now. We're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head baseball coach Kyle Dykoff. And, Coach, appreciate the time that you've given us all season long to check in on your team and get to know them. And it's been a lot of fun getting to follow you guys all season long. And we hope you guys have a great summer, and we look forward to catching up with you next spring. Yeah, I appreciate your coverage and you following the program, CJ. Thanks for everything. That's Coach Kyle Dykoff talking about his team as the season comes to a close. We're going to take a break on Wolverines Weekly, and when we come back, we're going to talk with head track and field coach Mark Reynolds on his team's performance in the section track meet and who's going to the state track meet next week. That's all coming up next on Wolverines Weekly. Don't go anywhere. Wolverines Weekly will be back in a moment. We're back with more Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. Next up on Wolverines Weekly, we're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head track and field coach Mark Reynolds. And, Coach, pretty big day yesterday, the section track meet. How did that end up for you guys? Yeah, it was uh, it was hot, but it, uh, it turned out to be a, <clears throat> a really good meet for, for our kids. Um, you know, I think as, uh, as a team, both the boys and the girls finished uh, eighth. You know, there's 22 teams in our section, so – um pretty solid you know on our girls side we're missing a couple of kids due to injuries and some other things but um overall it was a good meet we had 15 we had 20 kids qualify for the section meet and 15 out of that 20 all were in the top six and we're on the podium so that's uh that's big in track if you're if you're getting on the podium and at the section meet um you've done you've done well yeah what were some of the highlights of the night and i guess uh kind of who stood out to you well, we ended up having two state qualifiers, uh, Amber Collins, uh, three-peated um, in the 400-meter dash. That's uh, three section titles for her in the, in the 400. Um, she's running running really strong. She ran on our uh, girls' 4x8 and 4x4. Uh, four four. Um, both of those uh, relays missed state by one place. They, took, they ended up taking third, but ran um, – ran both their season best times and actually the girls four by four ran uh the second fastest uh time in school history um and uh missed missed the school record by just a little less than a half a second so kind of a bummer but um it's still a record book time and and a huge huge time you know kind of moving forward with three of those girls coming back so um, and then, um, you know, on the boys' side, Lear Cog is another state qualifier. He he uh, took second in high jump, going six uh, four, which is uh, outdoor personal best for him. Um, and um, you know, he's he's been jumping pretty consistent and and, and doing well there. So um, pretty uh, pretty excited going forward with the, with those two kids at the state meet. Yeah, and, you, you know, what is it like just to kind of see them all season long and to get to kind of see that progress? Was a state on the on the goal sheet for them, or was it something that just kind of happened, and what was it like kind of coaching them through it? Yeah, you know, I mean, both of those, like I said, Amber, Amber's, uh, um, you know, returning, you know, 
state meet qualifier in the 400 the last two years. Um, so, you know, going into it, um, you know, that was, that was the goal, you know, and, and, and the goal, you know, moving forward this, this year is, you know, to get on the podium at the state meet in the, in the 400. So, um, you know, and same thing for Lyric, Lyric, Lyric went to state last year in the, in the high jump as well. Um, and, um, you know, that was a, a good experience for his first, first trip last year. And, and hopefully, you know, this year he'll be, he'll be looking to get on the podium as well. So, um, yeah, you know, we had a couple of, couple of girl, like I said, couple girl, girl relays that missed state by one spot. Um, obviously a, a bummer there, but, uh, you know, they both, both those relays ran, ran well and ran their best times of the year. So, um, you know, and, and getting a, a relay, you know, on the podium and in the top three in the section is, um, you know, is a big, big deal. So, um, you know, obviously we we're hopeful to, to get them qualified, but sometimes things just don't work out. Um, but, um, you know, they ran, ran really well and, um, you know, excited to have most of those girls all coming back next year. And who are a few performances that you saw, maybe some of your athletes who didn't quite get to the podium, but you saw to them and you said they're making some great progress and they'll be on their way to kind of, like you said, getting to that podium and adding to that goal sheet next year. Yeah, you know, we had a lot, like I said, we had 15 kids get on the podium, whether it was on relays or individually. Um, you know, Layla Sharp moved up. She was a section qualifier last year uh, in the 100-meter dash. I think she finished seventh or eighth overall. Uh, last year, this year, she bumped up to third. Again, missing state by one spot, but, um, you know, her, her getting on the podium there is is big. Um, Emma Schmitz and Britta Sweeney both ran Big, big personal records in the Emma Schmitz in the 400 and Britta Sweeney in the, in the open 800. Um, and, uh, both, both ran their, their best times of their careers. Britta Sweeney actually got, uh, moved into the top 10, uh, record book there too in the 800. Um, I think that was the eighth fastest time in school history. So, um, a, a nice run there that both those girls were on our four by four and Britta was on our four by eight. Um, Lane Hafes in the mile. He kind of capped off his senior senior year with a fourth place finish, um, running 4:49 in the mile. So that was uh, that was good. Good to see him kind of cap things off his his senior year. Um, let's see, Ellie Hale in the in the discus. Um, you know, the throwing events were were pretty strong events for for our girls all year, and um, nice to nice for her to. Uh, Again, cap cap off her her senior year as well. Uh, getting on the podium, she finished sixth overall um, in the discus. So that was uh, that was good. Like I had mentioned, you know, Lyric um, jumped real well for us. Long jumped as well. He took fourth place in the long jump. Um, another senior, Imani Hammond, um, picked up a, a big personal record in, in the long jump over a, over a foot, and uh, he got on the podium there as well um in the long jump missing he went 19 feet 11 inches um so that was uh that was good to see him him kind of finish up he ran on our boys four by two who you know they came in with the slowest seed they were seeded eighth um in the in the four by 200 meter relay and, and they bumped up to fifth or running almost a two second season best there at, uh with uh lyric and uh micah segovia and tate and layman um, Allie Pavic had a, had a, had a great meet for us running on our four by eight and our four by four. 
Um, she's another senior who's who's done just a ton for ton for our team over the years, um, running running relays and and running individually. And you know, she had uh, a couple weeks back. She just had a fantastic uh, conference meet to help our help our girls uh, repeat there as uh, conference champions. So um, fun to see her. You know, she got got on the podium and and in two relays, you know, both missing, missing state by one spot, but, um, you know, getting in the record book and, uh, for the four by four was, was good to see as she, you know, kind of finished up her, her career. Um, but, um, you know, a couple other Nate Hepner, another senior, you know, him qualifying for the qualifying for the section was, was, was a big goal for him. He also ran on our four by four, um, same with Dylan, uh, Dylan Worth. Um, he qualified for the section in the um, in the discus. So another senior that you know capping capping things off, making it to the section meet. Um, you know, and we had a uh, seventh grader Tanner Collins qualify in the um, in the pole vault as well. So um, you know, he's just um, you know, like I said, just a just a seventh grader, and and getting to the section meet was is a big deal. So. Um, fun to see his section meet might not have went as well as as he hoped, but he's going to have a lot of years ahead to um, you know continue to kind of climb those ranks. And um, another girl that was on the four by eight, Noelle Spicer, she also ran the two mile um, and uh, ran ran a nice race, finished mid pack, you know, running in the heat and and uh, ran a nice leg for us on the relay as well. So. Yeah, full day of uh, of action for you guys and, and a whole list of people. And you bring up the interest, uh, the unique point, and something that's really fun about track and field is that you don't have to win to still feel like you don't have to win and necessarily get on the podium and get to advance the state to feel like you had a good day. And it feels like that was kind of the case for a lot of a lot of your athletes. Yeah, you know, we got a lot of we got a lot of young kids, you know, and uh, a lot of young kids that got their first experience of a section meet or maybe their first time getting on the podium at the section meet. So. You know, between eighth, ninth, tenth grade, we we have a lot of a lot of kids that that were competing for us, and um, yeah, it's uh, you know everybody kind of has a little different mindset, or we as coaches have a little bit different mindset for each kid or each relay um, going in. You know, different goals for different goal levels for different kids. Just you know, some of it's just getting to the section. Some of it's you know, okay, this year we want to get on the podium. Um, you know, and in other situations where we, we think we're in that top three or four and you got a shot at making it to state. So, um, yeah, you know, the individual aspect, you know, we're a little less worried about like a team score, um, you know, and our, and our, our point output as a team, you know, in a meet like this and, and more, you know, looking at, you know, how do we get kids on the podium and how do we, you know, put kids in the best situations, you know, possible for them. Um, so it, um, it turned out turned out really well. Like I said, you know, with 15, 15 out of those twenty getting on the podium, and and um, you know the personal records and season bests. You know, we were running, running and jumping and throwing, and uh, you know doing all those things. You know, kind of at our peak. Um, you know, at the right time. So, looking forward to next week and and, and seeing what Amber and Lear can do. You know, at the state meet, but. Um, you know, a really, a really good way for for the rest of the kids to to finish things off yesterday. We're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head track and field coach Mark Reynolds and coach. Appreciate the time and yeah, it seems like a good meet for you guys. And and again, we'll talk later next week as we look toward that state track meet. So good luck until then. Sounds good. Thank you.
We're going to take a break on Wolverines Weekly, and when we come back, we'll talk golf with head boys golf coach Scott Woods. We'll be right back with more insight from players and coaches after the break. Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. Your home for Wadena Deer Creek Athletics is KWAD. Here's more Wolverines Weekly. Next up on Wolverines Weekly, we're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head boys golf coach Scott Woods. And coach, what's been up the last week with your team? Well, for us, for the most part, you know, we had the long break. Um, so last week, Thursday, we kind of ended. We tried to kind of wrap up having the whole crew out there. So we usually do a little fun scramble, pizza party awards and stuff. Um, and then we kind of narrow down to what would be our varsity, you know. And, and a lot of golf is uh, it, what's kind of nice as a coach is it's not so subjective. You know, you, you shoot the scores that you shoot. So you, you kind of get an average of scores and um pretty easy to figure out you know who should be playing with the exception that you know sometimes it's close or you have some seniors or whatever it might be you know uh but for the most part it, it takes it out of your hands so you know we wrap that up and then uh what's nice too with our sport too is the kids can still be out there as we just said you're more than welcome to keep coming out and practicing in fact you should if you want to keep getting better but it, it kind of put a little bit of an ending to that and a little bit of the chaos of jv junior high trying to do all those things so kind of a good wrap-up point where all the other sports roughly about the same time that they do uh, because golf tends to go a little bit later with our section tournament and state tournament. So we got that done, got, gave them a nice long break over the weekend, and, and um, obviously told them it's, it's uh, up to you, but it'd be a great idea to be putting some time in over the weekend and working on your game. And, and then we got to Tuesday, and we um, used that day as a practice round. So what's, what's nice in in golf is that you're allowed two practice rounds within the two weeks of the course you're playing. And I think they're pretty critical, you know, again, different from other sports where, you know, every surface is different. There's ponds that you don't see. The greens are different speed. Um, So many things to factor in. So it's really nice to get out and play. And again, we did that Tuesday. The downside was it was 89 windy humid it was it was tough and and that's one of the few days the coaches get to play so we you know with the idea that we play along with them give them advice try and hit shots and kind of show them where to go makes it a fun day for us to to kind of get a chance with the guys and so we did that and and, you know many of them were they were wiped out by the end so I, i think it was a good experience just to kind of get ready knowing that sections are june 5th and possibly 6th for us and it's it's going to be hot so kind of an opportunity for them to see that since most of the spring has not been real warm. So then we did have a final regular season meet on Wednesday, and that was a really good opportunity to kind of show them that, hey, back-to-back days, it's going to be really hot. There's ways around that. So we, we were a little more on top of it on Wednesday. We were at the Legacy in Brainerd, beautiful golf course. Um, and again, hot, but there's a little more shade and we just made sure, you know, we brought a cooler this time. We've done that in the past on days when it gets really warm where we had plenty of water. I, I went and bought plenty of Gatorade. And then we usually will soak towels. It's just kind of nice. You know, we don't have a, you know, like a, for example, a dugout to go into or, you know, baseball wood, for example, or softball. So we just find spots in the shade, find ways to cool off like that. Um, and then just every couple holes, they'd redunk the towel and, and, Really, I just wanted to show them that if it's that way at sections, again, at that same course, you don't have that same feeling of, you know, near heat stroke. So uh, as far as the event, um, we scored okay. Nothing nothing great. We didn't have anybody in the top 10. Uh, but we had some nice scores. I know some guys that 
Uh, Trevin Kearns, a freshman, playing for us that uh, had his best score. Uh, he did shoot 100, you know, and again, in a meet, that's a good score. He's probably shot under that other times, but in competition, that's tough to do, especially on a tough golf course. And, um, and you know, and the other guys played well. So we're we're down to that final six coming this next uh, Monday, June 5th. Um, that'll be uh, Cole Woods, Jagger Pettit, um, Bradley Moats, Philip Ross, Broden Vidito, and Trevin Kern. So they're uh, from here on out now, we're just getting ready for Monday. Yeah, and you know, you talk about that dealing with the heat and just the end of the season, playing a couple meets in a couple days, and, and and all that stuff kind of factored in. Do you feel like your golfers are kind of wearing down a little bit, or for lack of a better term, are they heating up as the uh, as the season ends? I think it's getting better. No, I think it's a good way to go. I think it's like I said. I just think it's one of those things where you know it's funny because you're at the course, and, and I was talking to other kids too on the putting green. They're like, "Oh, it's so hot today. We shouldn't be playing." And I'm kind of chuckling, going, "Guys." We've had a spring where it's cold, it's rainy, your hands are cold, you got a stocking hat on. Just enjoy this. You just got to find better ways to, you got to hydrate better. You got to get in the shade. When, when one guy's putting, you don't need to be standing right there in the green. Just move over in the shade. And so I think as they make those adjustments, yeah, I think you, it showed the second day that we played in the heat that they, you know, they dealt with it better. Um, and yeah, I think, I think guys are, we're, they're playing well. I mean, that's just, you know, unfortunately, we're not quite at a level where we've got a really good opportunity for the team to advance. But, you know, there's always hope with that. And there's I, I think our goal at this point is more that individuals are trying to, to put up their best scores at the end of the year. And, and uh, if they do play really well with the chance to advance. And so basically, here's how the golf would work is the first day of sections, they will, uh, you know, you'll play around. They'll narrow it down to four teams. And then I believe it's 10 individuals after that. So anybody within, you know, the four best scores of the team and then the 10 individuals that are not on those four teams would all advance to day two. Once you get to day two and it's a cumulative score, so you want to have, you know, hopefully you can have a decent score the first day and not just squeak in. Um, Then what they do after day two is they narrow down to one team and five individuals. So those three teams that got in might have a couple guys that are playing really well. They're in the mix of those five individuals. Um, any of those 10 that advanced on Monday are obviously in the mix. So it, it, it brings it, really narrows it down for a chance to go to the state tournament. We're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head boys golf coach Scott Woods. Coach, appreciate the time and best of luck as you guys get ready for that section golf meet next week. Sounds good. Thanks, CJ. That's Wadena Deer Creek head boys golf coach Scott Woods, and we were not able to get in touch with head girls golf coach Kevin Ross this week. As you might imagine, the beginning of the summer season makes it pretty busy over at the golf course in Wadena, and, you know, that's just all right because they are getting ready for their section meet as well on Monday, and we'll be sure to talk with them next week and get those results as they had a bit of a lull in the action as they get ready for the first golf meet of the section playoffs. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, more Wolverines Weekly. Wolverines Weekly, the only place to hear right from the Wadena Deer Creek coaches and athletes. You're listening to Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. We wrap up the program by talking to our Wolverine Player of the Week. It's Isaac Common, a senior on the baseball team. Isaac, you had an opportunity to pitch against ESCO, the number one team in AA last week, and you threw a complete game. What was working for you that day? Everything. It just just one of those days where my defense played amazing behind me so I mean definitely couldn't have done it without them and just everything was working so just kept throwing and like I said the defense just carried me through that and 
they make a single error, which just helps confidence and everything. How do you look back on your time in WDC baseball? I just remember all the joys, and obviously with my coach being my uncle and had my cousin playing with me last year and all my friends, it's just, just a joy to play at WDC and can't thank everybody that's that was with me on the journey enough. But, yeah, just a great career, great, uh, great family, I call it. Just loved every minute of it. And you got to be a part of two different teams that got to go to the state tournament. Uh, how fun was that? Uh, it, was, it was great. It just couldn't have been couldn't have been with better people. Um, just no other feeling can even compare with how happy we were in them last two years. But yeah, just a great season, great season this year. Um, great two seasons before that, and couldn't have been more happy with anything. Just played out great. What's one of your favorite memories playing high school baseball? I have to say, probably uh, it's tough between the two going to states. I mean. And last outs were just incredible. The joy you feel is just insane. Just celebrating with all your teammates. It's just no other feeling could compare. What do you think you do best out on the baseball field? I'd probably say I just like to be a leader. I mean, it's hard when you like when you're down. You just gotta just gotta keep everybody going, keep chattering and hopefully things will start falling your way. But yeah, just being a great leader, I'd try to be a great leader and keep everybody up and going and see so, yeah, hopefully things plan out. And now as your WDC career comes to a close, what are the future plans for you? I'll be attending Fergus Falls to further my academic and baseball career. And how exciting is it to get to go to that next level? And kind of what do you take with you being a WDC athlete into that uh, level? WDC has always been a winning culture, so hope to go there and keep winning. Um, obviously, I want to be the best I can be, but I just want to do whatever we, I can do to help the team win. And you're following a few other players who are going with you. How fun is that going to be? Are you guys all looking forward to it? Oh, yeah. We, we kind of planned it out. We're, we're living together, so it should be super fun. And it'll just hopefully we can continue the WDC legacy there. Our Wolverine Player of the Week, a senior on the baseball team, Isaac Hammond. Isaac, congratulations on a good season. Congratulations on a great career. And we wish you nothing but the best as you go to M State and Fergus Falls and keep playing baseball. Thanks, CJ. There's the final buzzer. Thanks for listening to Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. Tune in next Saturday morning for more from the coaches and players. If you missed any of the show or want to listen at a later time, go to wadinaradio.com.